Welcome to the Remick Country Doctor Museum and Farm Podcast, brought to you by the Remick Country Doctor Museum and Farm, which honors two generations of country doctors, father and son, Edwin Remick and Edwin Crafts Remick, who practiced medicine in town New Hampshire for 99 consecutive years. We at Remick Museum seek to preserve the past to educate the future, using the Remick doctors and the Remick family to tell the story of the medical practice and agricultural way of life of the country doctor. On this episode, we'll be reaching into the country doctor's bag to pull out an audio version of our Captain Enoch Remick House medical tour. Enjoy! Unlike today, the majority of rural medical care before 1950 was provided in your own home. Teeth were pulled and legs stitched up in the kitchen. The dining table and the operating table were often the same table. In those early days, the elder doctor made his house calls on a horse and carriage, his way lit at night by a kerosene carriage lamp. In winter, the carriage was replaced by a sleigh whose extra-wide runners skimmed over the freshly rolled streets. On those cold night rides, the doctor would keep a bucket of hot water by his feet to keep the medicine and himself from freezing. But as time marched on, so did transportation. In 1917, the elder doctor bought a Model T Ford, one of the very first in town. In addition to their house calls, both doctors Remick had a medical office in the Captain Enoch Remick house. The Captain Enoch Remick House has served many purposes since it was built in the early 1800s. A home, an inn, a tavern, a nationally registered historic place, and after the elder doctor took a residence in 1904, a doctor's office. And now, without further ado, let's pay a visit to the country doctor. After you walked up the granite steps and into the house, you take a seat in the waiting room a narrow hallway of a space sometimes crammed with patients. There was a time when patients used the much more comfortable parlor, but that was before the elder doctor caught one of the kids in town with his feet up on the piano. Ever since then, folks had to wait in the hallway, and on very busy days, folks would even sit up on the stairs and outside while waiting for their appointment. After you've sat with the rest of the patients in that little hallway, all waiting for your 9 a.m. appointments, the nurse would call you into the first office, the little office, sit you down in the hard leather chair and see what was wrong with you. The white walls and fixtures conspired to make it all look sparkling clean. If you'd been in town long enough, you might remember having teeth pulled or cuts stitched up right here. And once they had a good look at you, you get out of that chair and step into the big office. For the younger doctor, Every appointment started the same way. Before the exam, before the prescription, before the small talk, there is a horse race. A recording of an August 1st, 1975 race that the younger Dr. Remick's favorite horse, Navy Charger, had won. As it played, you could look around at the wall next to the desk covered with all the race horses that Dr. Remick raised, trained, and exercised. Unlike many of the impersonal doctor offices of today, the room we now call the big office gives you a sense of who the doctor treating you is. The photos from his horse racing hobby, the letter from President George H.W. Bush, portrait of his father taken when he was still a young man, 
and a photo of his favorite baseball player, Ted Williams. In those days, you knew your doctor as well as they knew you, and he knew you in sickness and in health. He may have treated your parents and would likely go on to treat your children. He knew you in the context of your home and work life. Diagnoses made in this room were made without CAT scans, MRI, or x-rays. The doctor would use what he had available. He would look, listen, and feel, and sometimes even smell, to get to the root of the ailment. And after the assessment was complete, if medicine was needed, it would be dispensed by the doctors themselves. Both doctors dispensed and sometimes mixed their own medications from the medicine room off of the little office. The doctors ordered medicines or their ingredients from pharmaceutical supply companies and used a physician's recipe book called a formulary to mix them. The medicine room still contains many empty bottles and pill envelopes that the doctor would have used to package their prescriptions. As you gaze around the room and its many glass cabinets and mysterious bottles and vials, there are spaces where the white paint has been peeled back, revealing the murals from the days when this was part of an inn. And with that, and a little payment, cash preferred but bargaining accepted, you'd be on your way home from a visit to the country doctor. Much has changed since the day in 1894 when the elder doctor set up his practice in Tamworth. But here at Remick, we strive to keep the spirit of the country doctor alive and hope that by visiting, you will share in that story. This has been the Remick Country Doctor Museum and Farm podcast from Remick Country Doctor Museum and Farm, located in scenic Tamworth, New Hampshire. This is your host, Angie Walker. Special thanks to Taylor Sullivan for our theme music. The Remick Country Doctor Museum and Farm is open year-round. For information about our schedule events, hours, admission, directions, or learn more about the Dr. Remick, visit our home on the web, remickmuseum.org. The Captain Enoch Remick House itself is open for guided tour from late spring to early fall. Please check our website for details. Thank you for listening, and we hope to see you soon.